And now, coming to you from an undisclosed location. It's the Novus Ordo Watch Trapcast. You've got to be kidding. You can't make the stuff up. <laughs> Did you like that intro? We thought it was fun. Welcome, everyone. It is time for the very first Tratcast, the traditional Catholic podcast brought to you by NovusOrdoWatch.org. Thanks for tuning in. No matter where in the world you are, wherever you might be listening to us right now. Why don't you sit back and relax, pour yourself a cup of coffee, and enjoy this show. It'll be a lot of fun. We've got a lot to talk about, you know. There's a reason why we saw a need to complement what we're already doing on the Novus Ordo Watch website with these exciting new podcasts. Now, before we get into all the details about how this show is going to work and what the format is and so forth, we thought we'd just take a moment and explain why we've decided to call this program a Tratcast. Tratcast. Yes, exactly. We call it a Tratcast, of course, for one thing, because it is a podcast program produced by traditional Catholics in order to promote authentic traditional Catholicism, and especially also to juxtapose it with the Novus Ordo counterfeit Catholicism that we see so prevalent in our world today. Which brings us right away to a very important point, the question of just what is a traditional Catholic? On August 15th, 1910, Pope St. Pius X published an apostolic letter to the bishops of France entitled Our Apostolic Mandate, and in there he said, and this is a direct quote, Indeed, the true friends of the people are neither revolutionaries nor innovators. They are traditionalists. Of course, there are a lot of people floating around these days claiming and using the name traditional Catholic. You have people in the indult communities, such as the Fraternity of St. Peter, that call themselves traditional Catholic. You probably have some in the conservative camps of the Novus Ordo modernist church referring to themselves, or at least thinking of themselves, as traditional Catholics. You have, of course, the resistance people, right? specifically the Society of St. Pius X, calling themselves and believing themselves to be genuine traditional Catholics. And you have people like us, sede vacantists, referring to themselves as traditional Catholics. So, just who is the real traditional Catholic here? It should stand to reason that the only people who can legitimately lay claim to the name traditional Catholic are those who profess and act in accordance with the exact same faith as was taught and believed 
until the death of Pope Pius XII and the election of John XXIII in 1958, because that is really the point when this entire controversy, this whole Novus Ordo mess began. Up until then, there were no traditionalists versus conservatives and progressives and so on. You were simply a Catholic. Now, we're going to flesh this out a lot more in future Tradcast episodes, but just to give you an overview, what we've just said disqualifies right from the start any non-Sedevacantist traditionalists, because even though they may mean to keep the traditional faith and adhere to the traditional teachings of the Church in every respect, they do not, in fact, do so since they're either in communion with the Novus Ordo Church, that's the Church of the Second Vatican Council, and therefore adhere to all of its teachings, including those that contradict the true Church teaching from before Vatican II, or at least they profess to recognize the Novus Ordo hierarchs as the legitimate Roman Catholic authorities, but then refuse them submission. Neither position can be held by a Catholic because, just as you cannot adhere to false doctrines, neither can you refuse submission to the man you believe to be the Pope or the men whom he has appointed over you. And that's essentially what they're doing. In fact, they have to do that in order to escape having to assent to the heresies and other errors of the Magisterium of Vatican II and the Post-Conciliar Church. But of course, schism cannot be the answer to heresy. It certainly isn't for a Catholic, because a Catholic, by definition, is neither a heretic nor a schismatic. Now, in 1885, Pope Leo XIII penned an apostolic letter called Epistola Tua, and we have it on our website, and you can find the link in the page that describes the first Tradcast episode, and we'll give you more information about that later. I want to give you two quotes from that apostolic letter of Pope Leo XIII. Pope Leo writes, quote, To the shepherds alone was given all power to teach, to judge, to direct. On the faithful was imposed the duty of following their teaching, of submitting with docility to their judgment, and of allowing themselves to be governed, corrected, and guided by them in the way of salvation. Thus, it is an absolute necessity for the simple faithful to submit in mind and heart to their own pastors, and for the latter to submit with them to the head and supreme pastor." He also says, and this is another quote, it is to give proof of a submission which is far from sincere to set up some kind of opposition between one pontiff and another. Those who, faced with two differing directives, reject the present one to hold to the past are not giving proof of obedience to the authority which has the right and duty to guide them, and in some ways, they resemble those who, on receiving a condemnation, would wish to appeal to a future council or to a pope who is better informed. Unquote. That, ladies and gentlemen, is Pope Leo XIII writing in 1885 and the apostolic letter Epistola Tua. You probably haven't heard that lately from the Society of St. Pius X, have you? 
So this is the dilemma that the nonset of a Kantist traditionalist faces. Either embrace heresy and other false doctrine, or else refuse submission to the people you at the same time recognize as legitimate Roman Catholic authorities with the divine mandate to teach, rule, and sanctify you. Only the set of a contest escapes this dilemma. Now, like we said, this is going to be fleshed out a lot more. There's going to be a lot of information coming at you about this in future Tratcast episodes. The point to be made right now is that you can consider yourself truly a traditional Catholic only if you adhere to all church teaching before Vatican II, including the teaching that you must submit to the Roman pontiff and those whom he has appointed to have spiritual care over your soul. As Pope Leo XIII said, you must follow their teaching, submit with docility to their judgment, and allow yourself to be governed, corrected, and guided by them in the way of salvation. But neither the indult nor the resistance position fulfill both of these necessary criteria. According to Catholic teaching, then, the only way the errors of Vatican II and the post-conciliar magisterium can legitimately be rejected by the faithful is if the authorities that impose them are not, in fact, genuine Catholic authorities, and this is exactly what Sedevacontists hold. Having said all this, let's have a look at the encyclical Ad Beatissimi of Pope Benedict XV. It was his first encyclical, and it was published on November 1, 1914. In paragraph 24, Pope Benedict writes, It is, moreover, our will that Catholics should abstain from certain appellations which have recently been brought into use to distinguish one group of Catholics from another. They are to be avoided not only as profane novelties of words, out of harmony with both truth and justice, but also because they give rise to great trouble and confusion among Catholics. Such is the nature of Catholicism that it does not admit of more or less, but must be held as a whole or as a whole rejected. This is the Catholic faith, which, unless a man believe faithfully and firmly, he cannot be saved. There is no need of adding any qualifying terms to the profession of Catholicism. It is quite enough for each one to proclaim, Christian is my name and Catholic my surname. Only let him endeavor to be in reality what he calls himself. This was a quote from paragraph 24 of Pope Benedict XV's encyclical Ad Beatissimi. It's a good idea to bring this up because we really have to explain why we keep using the term traditional Catholic. Of course, there is no other kind of Catholic than a traditional Catholic. There is no other way to be Catholic than to be a traditional Catholic. The word traditional comes from the Latin word for to hand down, to pass on. Only if we adhere to what has been passed on by Christ to the apostles and by the apostles to their legitimate successors, only then are we genuine Catholics. Uh, 
So we do not use the term traditional Catholic in order to somehow distinguish it from non-traditional Catholics, as though such a thing were even possible. That's what they do in the modernist Novus Ordo Church. You can be anything you like there. Uh, or to distinguish it from tradition-minded Catholic or conservative Catholic, progressive, what have you. No, we use the term traditional Catholic simply to point out that a Catholic, in order to be a real Catholic, must be traditional. And that means, like we said, that he must adhere to everything the Catholic Church teaches through all of her popes in all of her magisterial documents, whether they be solemn definitions or whether they be teachings contained in the ordinary magisterium of the Church. Now, let's be clear about one thing. This is not about judging individuals or judging their intentions or, or trying to decide who's holier than who. Okay? It has nothing to do with that. What we're trying to do here is just get to the objective reality of it, the reality of what people are doing and what the Catholic Church actually demands that we do. So this is not about judging anyone's conscience or, God forbid, the state of a soul. We're only interested in the objective truth of the matter, all right? And now it's time to take a quick break. Why don't you get a refill for your coffee there? We'll be back in just a few moments with our next segment. Trackcast. Ignore this podcast at your own risk. Tradcast is a production of NovusOrtoWatch.org. We watch the Vatican II Church so you don't have to. Go to NovusOrtoWatch.org, NovusOrtoWatch.org, and see for yourself that the Vatican II Church is not in fact the Catholic Church of the Ages. Brought to you by Novus Ordo Watch, where we're not more Catholic than the Pope, just more Catholic than the anti-Pope. Now that we've explained to you why this podcast is called a Tradcast and why you can really only call yourself a traditional Catholic if you actually adhere to all the Church's teachings in every respect, let's talk a bit more about the show itself. You can think of Tradcast um, as basically Novus Ordo Watch on the go, all right? And if you've never heard of Novus Ordo Watch, if you don't know what it is, Take a look at our website. It's NovusOrdoWatch.org. At this point, Tradcast is not coming to you live. It is pre-recorded, but that's actually a good thing because we're still quite new to this whole podcasting stuff. And pre-recording it simply means you won't be subjected to any on-air gaffes, any accidents, any slip-ups, which would really detract from the quality of the show, so... Who knows what the future holds, but for the time being, Tradcast will not be live. 
Each Tradcast episode will be divided into various topical segments to kind of keep things compartmentalized and in good order. And each episode will have an entry on our Tradcast homepage that will describe the content of the show, describe what it's about and what will be covered in it, and it'll also give various web links that will relate to what's being discussed in that show. So it'll be a good companion for you. You just go to the Tradcast homepage, which is tradcast.org, or novelsordowatch.org slash tradcast. There you go to the entry that corresponds to the show you're listening to, and you'll find all the information you need about the show there. Now, as regards the segments, we'll use segments to keep things sort of separated by topic, and there'll be certain recurring standard segments that we'll feature, such as, for example, one in which we dissect the latest idiotic remarks from Pope Francis in the Vatican. And here let me explain that when I say Pope Francis, I do not actually mean Pope Francis. You have to understand, on a podcast, you can't really use quotation marks like you would in text, okay? So when I'm talking about a real pope, I will say pope, right? Like Pope Pius Twelfth. If, on the other hand, I'm talking about one of the modernist anti-popes, one of the modernist false popes in the Vatican that have been there since the death of Pope Pius Twelfth in 1958, I will call them pope, Okay. Because, I mean, you have to somehow distinguish that, right? And uh, it's very difficult to make quotation marks audible. So why don't we just go with that, okay? So we want to distinguish Pope Pius Twelfth from Pope Francis. Francis, of course, is also known by his real name, Jorge Bergoglio. And so the segment that deals with Francis's heresies, errors, and other gaffes is going to be entitled From the Jorge's Mouth. <laughs> yes, thank you. And, you know, we do refer to him as Jorge at times because that's what he actually said to a journalist how he wanted to be called. Yeah, that was uh, back in 2013. Uh, We'll have the link for you to that story on the Tradcast homepage. Oh, and by the way, here at Tradcast, just like at Novus Ordo Watch, we give you the truth about Francis. Okay? Otherwise, we'd be Michael Voris. And he's already got a show, so... No need to duplicate efforts. Pope Francis talks like a pope, like the successor to St. Peter. Yeah, we'll be coming back to that sometime for sure. In the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, a little more information about Tratcast. The show will not be coming to you on a regular basis. It will be produced as the need arises and as we have time. So to make sure you don't miss an episode, just subscribe to our podcast or RSS feeds at tradcast.org, or simply check the site for the show calendar to find out when the next podcast is scheduled to be published. Also, Tradcast will not have any particular predetermined length. Some shows may be 10 minutes, others an hour and a half, or longer, or anything in between, okay? So it's going to be no rules, just right. Kind of like the Outback. Feedback, questions, complaints, suggestions, send them to Tratcast at NovusOrtoWatch.org. Tratcast will cover various news stories, some at length, some in brief. 
We will use the show to respond to our critics. We will review some books, comment on articles, dissect the latest from various Novus Ordo and non-state of Arcanus blogs, websites, and videos. And we may even have a guest on occasionally. Um, we'll just have to see how it goes. In any case, one thing's for sure. It's going to be very informative, very interesting, very exciting, and a heck of a lot of fun. And at this point, we'll just wrap it up. We'd like to keep this initial Trapcast fairly short. It was meant only as an introductory episode to give you an overview and a feel for what it's going to be like. So, if you like this show, even if you don't necessarily agree with us on every detail, or perhaps at all, please don't keep it a secret. Let your family know. Let your friends know. Let your enemies know. Whatever. Just let them know. And remember... We were a state of a contest before it was cool. Thanks for listening. Please tune in again next time, and may God bless you.